For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Apter, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Welcome, everyone, to WCW Retro. I'm your host for the evening, Papa Stro, the maestro of wrestling. Great to have you guys with us here once again tonight. This is the place to be, folks. We talk about past, present, future professional wrestling, so so much more. You never know who's going to call in. It's after fun. It's the Wild Wild West of Podcasts right here on WCW Retro on VOCNation.com. And tonight is a very special night. Tonight 
is Ravishing Rick Rude Night. That's right, folks. We're going to be talking about the career of the one and only Ravishing Rick Rude. So if you got any cool Rick Rude moments and memories you'd like to share with us, call in any night, any time, rather, during this t- tonight's podcast at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And we'll be talking Rick Rude tonight, folks. Before we get to all that, make a few plugs and shout-outs, if you will. First of all, enjoy all the great programming and podcasts right here on VOCNation.com. Uh, like In the Room, every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Wrestling with History, with Bruce Wirt, Ken Resnick, and Bill Lapter every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, WCW Retro every Thursday night at 9. Eastern Standard Time, uh, Wrestling with Problems, Briscoe and Big Ace, uh, OBS with the Raging Bull, Manny Fernandez, uh, plus all the great podcasts and programming we got right here on VOCNation.com. Look to VOCNation.com for just your scheduled times and dates of your favorite podcast and listen in, and we, we appreciate your support. And also, support us on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOC Nation. And buy your favorite VOC Nation t-shirt today, including the WCW Retro t-shirt and t-shirt of yours truly, Papa Strove, the four faces of Strove. And if you'd like to make a donation to yours truly, Papa Strove, buy me a cup of coffee, tips, etc. And thank you for those that have already donated. But if you'd like to donate to yours truly, send to my PayPal at PayPal.me. M is the Mary, E's and E, slash Papa Strove. And all together... That's paypal.me slash papastro. And thank you in advance for your support. Uh, currently, I'm in production for an upcoming film uh, called The Devil's Daughter, which is a Harlequin story, origin story, in which I'm starring as Dr. Jeremy Arkham in the film. Uh, a lot of Batman characters involved in this upcoming film. For more information, about the upcoming The Devil's Daughter film, you can go to their Facebook page at facebook.com slash Daughter. Also, I'm going to be in a horror movie uh, coming out possibly later on this year called Stench of Iniquity, in which I'll be starring as an ancient vampire named Abba in the film. And for more information on that upcoming film, go to their Facebook page, facebook.com slash stenchofiniquity altogether. And I'm going to be on set later on this year for the fourth season of the Dust series, which I currently star as a chief in that particular series. And uh, check out all three seasons of Dust series. Go to their YouTube channel at youtube.com slash D-U-S-K series or on the Veil TV at the A-V-A-I-L films.com. Uh, shout out to Masters of Ring Entertainment and Masters of Ring Entertainment.com. Fish with Special Friends at fishwithspecialfriends.com. Innovative Hybrid Wrestling out of the Maritimes area in Canada. Find out what they're up to on their Facebook page, facebook.com slash IHWWrestling. Uh, Lost in the Funhouse podcast with Greg Bow, Blondie, and Adler Hill. You can check them out on their YouTube channel. Uh, just go to youtube.com and type in Lost in the Funhouse podcast. And uh, all the latest on yours truly, uh, social media, you can go... To my official website at thestro.com, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com. And to check out all the latest Papa Stro merch, go to thestro.com slash merchandise. 
Law Papa Stro merchandise for all ages, including pets. So get your Papa Stro merch today. On Facebook at Stro the Maestro. Twitter at Sign the Stro. Instagram at Stro Maestro. And my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Stro Maestro. Uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Real Papa Stro. And uh, tomorrow night on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Stro the Maestro. Uh, my uh, horror sci-fi show, The Stro Zone, at midnight Eastern Standard Time. The big feature will be The Mad Monster, so please tune in for that. So with that, we'll take our first commercial break. See the callers are lining up. And we come back, we'll get to the callers and talk Rick Rude. And to lead us into our commercial, we will uh, play some Vader. <laughs> Big Van Vader. Back in a few, folks. Stick with us. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kazzy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the... Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, here you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. (laughs) 
Welcome back to WCW Retro, folks. Great to have you with us as always. And as I alluded to earlier in the podcast, tonight is Ravishing Rick Rude Night. So if you've got any cool Rick Rude memories and moments you want to share with us, feel free to call anytime during tonight's live WCW Retro podcast at 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. And uh, excited to dive in, talk some Rick Rude tonight. So let's do this. All right. First caller. Here we go. Uh, welcome to WCW Retro. Hey, Papa Stro. How you doing? Hey, Malcolm. Welcome uh, back. How you doing? All right. Um, I have so many memories of Rick Rude. It's it's just a shame I didn't get to meet him in person. I did. I did get a chance to have him reach over a rail and shake my hand, but I never got a picture, an autograph with him. But you know, I, I don't know if he'd have been the kind of person that. Um, as a fan, I, he would have liked me because he didn't like all the good guys. He didn't like Piper. He didn't like Hogan. You know, I, I don't know if that's how he was in real life. He did his job but, well. He did his job really well. Yeah. <laughs> but the one thing I remember, and I talked to Jake the Snake Roberts about this, is I forget exactly. It was right after WrestleMania four, and um, he was Cheryl Roberts. Uh, Jake Jake Roberts' wife was in the in the crowd and Rick Rude and Bobby Heenan were, were putting a hit on, on Cheryl and he grabbed her arm and Jake came out. Um, he had just his bottom pants on like those zebra pants. And he had, you know, you could see his bare chest and he came out and he just beating a snot out of Rick Rude, you know, and I, I was cheering him on cause I think that is totally disgraceful to, to to uh, make a move on somebody's wife, you know, I wouldn't do that myself. What, what a feud they had, Jake Roberts and Rick Rude, man, that was an awesome feud they had. Yeah, and you remember how it, it ended? They had a match on Saturday night's main event, and uh, it ended up with Andre the Giant coming in there, and him and Rick Rude double team and Jake, and Jake brought in Damian and threw him on Andre, and Andre started out. <laughs> 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 no, no. Wow. Yeah, that brings, yeah, that brings also, me a lot of memories, man. Oh, my God. Good stuff. Also, before Jesse gets on here, because let's face it, Papa Stro, he talks more about Hulk Hogan than I do. Okay, so I, I want to it. tell him, you know, <laughs> right? gee, I want to ask Jesse, you ask Jesse, Papa Stro, for me, tell him what was Ravishing Rick Rude's first encounter with Hulk Hogan and what was his first pay-per-view involved with, with Hulk Hogan? So, he's such an expert. Yep. Yeah, yeah we definitely have to save that one when he gets on, sure. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Okay, so I, but, yeah, you, I mean, you probably had a, a great feud with Jake Roberts. I mean, Rick Roots had some great feuds over the years. Yeah, you know, he told me, Papa Stro, that he still hated Rick Root even when he died because he pulled that on him. That's, that's what he told me. I couldn't believe that. The CHC. No, 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 that's Jake, I didn't blame him. <laughs> Papa Stro, you don't hit on somebody's wife. That's not cool, man. Fonzie wouldn't do that. You know. So. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, Rube was Rick Rube was one of a kind for sure. <laughs> yeah. I remember I, when he was afraid uh, of the screen in Texas. He was managed by uh, Percy Pringle, who later became Paul Bearer. Yeah. That's right, world-class championship wrestling. Yeah, Papa Stro, I went to a match. I talked to Roddy Piper about this one time. 
I went to a match right. January 21st, 1990 at the Oakland Coliseum Arena, and the main event was mm-hmm. Ravishing Rick Rude in a steel cage with Rowdy Roddy Piper, those those old monkey bar cages in Oakland, you know, and I already had some Raider fans cheering me on, but when 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 Piper came out, it was funny because Rick Rude was doing his pose and his crazy dance, his, 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 uh, oh, his uh, you know, the dance he used to do, swivel, swivel his hips. Piper came out, took his T-shirt off, took that black belt, whipped it around the top of his head, and started. he started doing the same dance that Rick Rude. Rick, Rick got all bent out of shape, was kicking the cage, and the fans were just, it was great. Yeah. I, I mean, like him, like him or not, you got to admit, Rick Rude was put together, man. He has a Zeke on him like no other. Oh, my God. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I remember when he first came in at Bobby Heenan in 87, he said, he had mm-hmm. uh, uh, Paul, Mr. Wonderful Orndorff, who also had a great body. He had he asked Paul Orndorff to uh, say that Rick Rude had a better body than he did, and Rick Rude fired him and hired uh, Sir Oliver Hunter to get his manager. <laughs> I was Paul Orndorff about that. That was hysterical. We got Mr. Hollywood on the line. Welcome back, Mr. Hollywood. How you doing, brother? Yeah, Mr. Hollywood. How you doing? How you doing, Papa Stro? Maestro, and is that is that Malcolm? Yeah, it sure is. Hollywood's in the house. And my brother from the brother from the mother. Who we, we got? Logan in the house. Steve Logan is in the house. Uh, he could be no, on here pretty soon. So, yeah, he'll be on here pretty soon. Oh yeah. You know, Hello, Hello, um, Papa Tonight, Stro, Maestro, and. Oh Tonight, yeah, Mark, I got something. Smooth <laughs> operator, smooth oh, yeah. operator. We want some hot oh, yeah. Rick Rude. Yeah. Oh man, that sounds good, <laughs> Mark. That sounds good, brother. That sounds good, brother. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about something the feuds that uh, Rick Rude had over the years, and uh, wow, put together he was, man. He had a seek on him like nobody's business. Um, I'm telling you, like, hey, let me tell you something. I'm not gay in that man, but that dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that dude, he had, he, had a, he had a physique, you know what I'm saying? He had a physique, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I remember, sure like, I'm going to tell you, like, I'm going to tell you, one thing I like, Ravage and Rigwell, like, um, he was, a, uh, was he not the Intercontinental Champion? Was he, or? Yeah, he sure was. Yeah, he was. That's You're what right. I thought. He sure was. What about when he was in NWA? Uh, was he, um, what title did he hold when he Rick Rude. Was yeah, he, he he was um uh international champion at one time. He was? Yeah. That, was okay. when, that, that was the time when they had like the WCW title and the international title. Oh okay. and uh, Rick Rude was the international champion, yeah. I'm gonna tell you my first I, I like my man, first I, when I, <laughs> go ahead. I wish I'd look I wish I looked good as Rick Rude wearing the title, man. God man, he, he had a weight <laughs> God, he was put yeah, together, he man. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna... Didn't, didn't you love when Rick, uh, Mr. Hollywood? Didn't you love it when Rick would just go, "All oh, you fat, out of shape, Oklahoma yeah. City I love, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. Love it. Oh, love it. Love it. Oh, the tears, man. That was, that was, that was. I loved it. And let me yeah. tell you something. When I, when I first saw him, when I first saw when he made his uh, debut in uh, the National Wrestling Alliance. Rick Rude. Uh-huh. I, I remember he. I remember he in the music, the Sade music. I said, okay, what's up with mm-hmm. him? He came out. I'm like, I'm gonna tell you something. When I first saw Rick Rude, I was really impressed. 
I was really impressed. I mean, he he was incredible. I love his wrestling technique. I mean, he was uh, he was an incredible wrestler. And I'm gonna tell you something else. I love when he went to WWF when he was uh, when Bobby DeBrain was his manager. Yeah, oh, that was so that was so genius. That was so genius. That was so genius. He had Medusa with him coming out the ring with him, and I was jealous. Wow. <laughs> wow. Medusa, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you all my story. I'm going to tell you something like Rick Rude. In my opinion, Rick Rude should have been a, he should have been a world heavyweight champion. Absolutely. Yeah. I think he was yeah, robbed. Yeah. I think he was robbed. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. yeah, boy, they missed the boat on him. Yeah, they did. I mean, that, that was, I, I think that was just so wrong. He should have been either NWA. He should have at least been like definitely like the uh, NWA World Weight Champion. I, I mean, I understand well, you know, Ric Flair, you know, and all, but they should have. They, they you know, um, they, you know I, I think at one time they, it, it was he was on board. He was heading that way, and and I think uh, I don't know if it was political differences or there was some some reason why he he never quite made it. That far, but man, yeah. they they still missed the boat on him, man. God, they did. Rick they Rude really did. Great. Yeah, Mr. Hollywood, he had two things blocking him, two big wrestlers blocking him from becoming world heavyweight champion and because they both were so dominant at the time. First Hogan, he yeah. he, he couldn't get a shot at Hogan <laughs> for the title, right. and then he couldn't when he finally yeah, finished the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> he, he got yeah. He, he got the ultimate warrior for the intercontinental title, but he couldn't do it when oh, the warrior was the heavyweight championship. You know, Rick Rude Rick Rude and Hulk Hogan were were the two guys that really brought out the best in Ultimate Warrior in their matches. They had really yeah, matches agree. with Ultimate Warrior. You know what I mean? I totally agree. I totally agree. And well, it, was, it was three, actually. I'm sorry. It was three. It was Rick Rude, Hulk Hogan, and Macho Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. Right. You can, yeah. Macho Man, right. absolutely. Yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah definitely. Hey, definitely Macho. Papa Struff, do you know what he said that night at the steel cage match? He goes, all you Oakland Raider losers. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely Rick Rude. They got angry. <laughs> yeah, Rick Rude. And you know what? I'm he was terrible. part of one of the greatest wrestling cliques ever, man, in the Dangerous Alliance. Yeah. Remember the Dangerous Alliance? Rick Rude, oh, yeah. Medusa, Orn Anderson, Bobby Eaton, oh, uh, yeah, Steve yeah, Austin. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I think Larry I remember Paul that. Paul Heyman was their manager. Country. And he was Paulie Dangerously. Yep. Yep, man. I remember Paul that. I love wow. What a click that was. It was. I, man, I like those guys as good as they did the Horsemen. Those guys were great. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. They they really were. They really were. I totally agree. You know, yeah, Rick Rude, I mean, he's definitely going to go down as one of the greatest wrestlers of all the time. There's no question. Oh, he man. Great you know, him and Scott Shane. Norton. Him, him and Scott Norton. Still have records like arm wrestling records there up in Minnesota. What? Both of them used to be in arm wrestling. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Him and Scott Norton still have records out that way. Wow. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Scott. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And then you know, 
Oh, and I can't forget Malcolm and Meister. I can't forget that Ravishing Rick Rude was a part of the New World Order with Hollywood Absolutely. Hot Absolutely. He sure was. <laughs> <laughs> how can I forget? How, how can I forget? And he also was a part of DX. Oh, he was? <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, he was. Sure enough. I didn't know that. And, and, and he was also at one time on Raw and Nitro on the same night. What? And he was? Yeah, Papa's, Papa's Joe, he was yeah. in ECW for a while. Adam pointed that out to me. That, that's right. Wow. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, Rick Rick is crazy. Mystery, man. <laughs> he made some history, wow. dude. Yes, oh, he yeah. did. Yes, he did. Yes, remember the did. feud? Papa Strow, remember the feud in 1993 uh, over Fifi on Flair for the Gold? It was Rick Rick Flair uh, for the oh, yeah. for the title. Yeah, and he took his title. And I like what Jesse Ventura said when he was commenting with uh, Jim Ross. He goes, you know, he goes, I think all women should be barefoot and pregnant. And, uh, and um, what's his name? Uh, Jim Ross goes, you know, Betty Crocker. Uh, she's going to cut your microphone. He goes, well, I'm switching to Duncan Hines or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? If, 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 if Ric Flair at the time wasn't around WCW, I can almost guarantee you Rick Rude would have been world champion. I totally agree. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. Because, I mean, yeah, I mean, even like you said, even like that's the thing, you know, with Ric Flair, with Ric Flair being – the world heavyweight champion in, on the national wrestling line. I mean, and WCW. I mean, you had so many wrestlers. I mean, that they didn't, they couldn't get that opportunity. I mean, because even, even like, even like um, the NWA. Even when Dusty Rose defeated Flair for the belt, he only had the title with one week. Right. Was that, yeah. Am I right? He had it for one week, and then mm-hmm. Flair oh, got yeah. the back. So I mean, and even I think I think I, I'm gonna say I was quite. Quite frankly, I was quite shocked that that Ronnie Garvin held the title as long as he did. Oh yeah, yeah, Rodney Ronnie. Yeah, what what upset that was? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you had just like Rick. I mean, you had something like Rick Rude and others. You know, they were just they just they couldn't get the opportunity because you know Rick Flair. You know, playing like like like, yeah. like Malcolm said, playing Hogan. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? Mr. Hollywood, you want it? And Papa Stroke, you know what uh, Rick Rude's first encounter in a pay-per-view with Hulk Hogan was? Was Survivor oh, Series 87 in Cleveland, Ohio. I didn't, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. That was his first when, encounter when, with when Rick, Rick Rude first broke on the scene, right? Mm-hmm. And the first match I actually saw saw him in WWE, a broken scene in WWE, rather. Was against a Jimmy wow. Superfly Snooker, and when he yeah. when he got the win over Snooker, when he got the win over Jimmy Snooker, man, I was like, at the time, I was like, no way, and it made me open my eyes more to you know Rick Rude and everything, man. But because I've heard a lot about him a lot, and then when I saw him against Snooker, I was like, wow. Yeah. That was WrestleMania six, and Steve Allen goes, I like Jimmy Snooker's. Uh, he goes, I like Jimmy Snooker's uh, trunks. Looks like my wife's underwear, tiger stripes. <laughs> like wow. Because <laughs> wow. you know, I, I, I was that. a huge Jimmy Snooker fan <laughs> at the time. Me too. Superfly. Yeah, was... <laughs> Superfly. Wow. 
Yeah, Rick Rude, I mean, Rick Rude, Rick Rude he, was, um, he was definitely a classic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he had so many great matches over the years. He did. He had a lot. I mean, he had a lot of great matches with, with um, Rick Rude. Ravishing Rick, ravishing Rick Rude, that is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I wish I could have met him. I'm, I'm great guy, you know, he was my subway buddy, actually. He, he was, was. He always shared really? a sub with me when I was at bench with him. Yeah, he was. He was super wow. cool dude, man. Wow. Yeah, I every time I was the with him, man, it was good time. That's crazy. Yeah, Papa wow, Stroh, that's incredible. Papa Stroh, when he came in in 1987, Ted DiBiase was a big threat for Hogan's title. But I was sitting there saying to myself, this guy's going to challenge Hogan someday. The shape he's in and everything, but it, it, they never put it. Together, it, it never happened. Wow. Wow. I mean, wow. the names you just mentioned, you can imagine at one time how much talent WWE had at one point. I mean, you, at one time they had DiBiase and Rick Rude at the same time. That's crazy. <laughs> Two of the greatest That's villains. That's crazy. And, and, you're right. and, you're they, right. and they had, ho, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, too. Oh, oh yeah. Well, he, well, he, was never, he was never a villain. In WWE, but <laughs> I was always a villain. But oh yeah, I'm talking about they had so much talent. talent back then. Oh my God! Like you, you, going back to Ric Flair when he won the Rumble, right? Yeah. Look at the yeah. talent they had in that one Royal Rumble. That was you right there. A lot of talent. You right. And I, I'm gonna tell you, Maestro, I'm not. I'm gonna say I was when I was 15 years old. I was so inspired by Ravishing Ric. Well, you know what I did. I had a shirt made. I had a shirt made on my shirt. that said "Ravishing, Ravishing Ron." <laughs> I, I used to call myself the Ravishing Ron. <laughs> nice. That's how I thought I was nice. about Ravishing Rick Rude. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. It, it was yeah, you know, hey, if, you, if, you get, if you find a picture of that you have to like send it to us, man. We love <laughs> check it out. God, you know, to this very day, I don't know what I did with that shirt. God, I hate I lost that oh, shirt. Man. God, Ravisher, I used to call myself Ravisher Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Ravisher Rick Rude. Oh, we're definitely, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> That's tremendous. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rick Rude. Rick Rude. Uh, we're talking before. Rick Rude was really good at getting heat. He got. He even was so good at getting he he made Malcolm upset with the whole Cheryl Jake Roberts dude. You know you're doing it right. Oh yeah, exactly. You get on the Malcolm skin, you know you've done it right. Who could better than Rick Rude? Yeah, Malcolm was yeah, hot. I thought he was funny. <laughs> no, 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 Malcolm. You remember you said those a few minutes. Don't don't back out now. You said a few minutes ago no, you were the man. That, no, I was, that, I was, I was so at the mad. Arena. I was so mad at Rick Rude for uh, wow. <laughs> Mr. Robert. No, no, I was in Costa Arena the night after Halloween Havoc, and the whole NWO yeah. came by, and Rick Rude was right, right. in front of Kurt Henney, and I'm dressed up like the Stinger. Oh. I got a plastic baseball bat, you know, look like Sting the Crow. His wow. character. And Rick Rude, Rick Rude comes up to me, Papa Strone. He goes, you, you look stupid. And Mr. And Mr. Perfect comes back and goes, no, you don't look. <laughs> but don't Rick Rude still reached over. He reached over the rail and shook my hand and said, Kurt Annie. So, yeah, I, I don't think he did, 
can hate cool. me to all that much. Yeah. No, no. no, no What's it, Kurt Hennessey, to you, Malcolm? Kurt Hennessey, to you? What did Kurt Hennessey, Malcolm? You said Kurt Hennessey or something, too? No, Rick Rude says, you look stupid the way I was dressed up. I was in the very front row. And, <laughs> and, and Kurt Henny, yeah, Kurt Henny comes up. That was Rick Rude that said that. Kurt Henny comes behind him. He goes, no, nah, you don't look. He goes, you look all right. You know, they were really good friends, uh, Rude and uh, Henny. Really good friends. Yeah, they were. You know, you're right. Especially, like, I know, like, I know they mm-hmm. had their close relationship when they was uh, in the NWO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what sucks is everybody dies before you get a chance to meet them. You know, I would have yeah. loved to meet those two guys. That's crazy, right? Oh, yeah, no question. Yeah, you guys did, really like Rude and Hennig a lot. They're really cool, cool people, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah, I like, I like Curry Henning, too. I just love calling these calling oh. themselves Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. Oh, man. Two great oh, guys. Man. Man. Yeah, him and Rude, they were him and Rude, they was really they was on they was really tight. Him and Ravis and Rick Rude. You know, he uh really He had some uh good matches like in Japan too, Rick Rude did. What's that? Yeah, he had some good matches in Japan too. Oh, I remember did? seeing a match with him and uh, Masahiro Chono one time it was really good. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, 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 good stuff. Yeah, it's like I said, a lot of history. A lot a lot of history. And and the feud he had with Ricky Steamboat in WCW was really cool. Yeah. Where you, you <laughs> trying, Rick Rude. Yeah. Oh, Ricky so. Steamboat and Rick Rude. Didn't, yeah, I didn't, know that. didn't Rick Rude break Steamboat's nose when they had a feud? Uh, in yeah, ninety one sure or yeah. Or ninety two. Uh, wow. Yeah, there it is, man. Uh, like I said, he definitely won for the one for the records. One for the records. Uh, uh, yeah, Maestro and Malcolm had to call it tonight, but uh, I enjoy talking to you guys. Uh, Malcolm, Papa Show Maestro, I love you guys. Man, like love I said, you too. I enjoy, brother. Yeah, like I said, I enjoy. I always enjoy talking to you and Malcolm. Everybody on the line, you know. WCW Retro is where is where it is. Because I love I love well, professional yeah. wrestling. Love professional well, wrestling. I love, I love, yeah. love you, brother. Love, love you guys. Love, take you, care. Man. love you, Malcolm. Love you, oh, my, my stuff. Love you guys. All right, take care. Thank you, Mr. Hollywood. Thank you, you man. Thank you. Take care. You too. That was Mr. Hollywood, everybody. Oh, it's great to have him, man. Yeah. yeah gosh, great. Man, so, much, so much of Rick Rude, man. Oh, gosh. Man, it, it, it's hard to believe he's not with us still. Yeah. I, like I said, Papa Stir, everybody dies before you get a chance to meet him. <sighs> oh, it's, uh, man, crazy, crazy. And, uh, you know, like I said, great guy and uh, what a great athlete, man. Yeah, you can only dream of having a body like that. And, uh, you know, going back to his feud with Piper, um, man, what a feud they had, too. Uh, Remember the bit where uh, Piper had beat up Tina dressed in Santa Claus, and, and Rick Rude came came to the studio to defend uh, Bobby Heenan. Prime time, yeah. Yeah, prime time. Yep. <laughs> Tremendous. 
in, in, in Piper's in one Studio B and or Piper's in Studio A and Rude's in Studio B or something like that. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, but, it, it was it was the Survivor Series too. He has on Survivor Series team. Yeah, the '87 Survivor Series team. That was uh, mm-hmm. one man gang. Um, King Kong Bundy, Andre the Giant with Bobby Heenan, and the natural Butch Reed and Rick Rude with. Um, or not Rick Rude, but um, the one, I'm sorry, Rick Rude, uh, King Kong Bundy, and Andre the Giant, Bobby Heenan, and uh, the Natural and the One Man Gang with the Slickster. And uh, Hogan had uh, Paul, Mr. Wonderful Orndorff with Saw, Sir Oliver Humberdink, and Bam Bam Bigelow, too. And he had um, uh, Ken Patera and uh, what a team. who else? Yeah. Um, there was, I'm trying to think of the other guy was on, on oh, I mentioned Paul Orndor, who, who was the other guy on that team? I'm trying to think, uh, uh, uh I don't know, it, it'll come to me later. Huh? It was cool. so long ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't believe it, Papa Strip. Steve, nobody's calling in. Brian, I mean, Rick Rude's one of the best wrestlers ever. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And and you know, we forgot to mention a while back uh, the, the the great team he had when he was teaming with uh, Manny Fernandez, the Raging Bull. And they were yeah, like world tag team champions. Oh man, I missed that. What he was a team. in the army. They, they were known as the awesome twosome. And uh, they had some great matches with the Rock and Roll Express for the NWA World Tag Team title. Oh, and I just remember the other guy. The other Uh guy in that Survivor Series team was the magnificent Morocco, the Rock, Superstar Billy Graham. Yeah. 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 Right. That's right. And believe it or not, uh, you know, we mentioned the Ultimate Warrior before. he actually uh, teamed briefly with uh, the Warrior back in the known as Gingo Warrior in uh, world-class championship wrestling. Yeah, you're right. Very brief, though. <laughs> well, yeah, he's uh, what got quite a Royal, What about the Royal uh-huh. Rumbles? Um, Hogan and the Warrior at Royal Rumble 1990 and then... I think it was the Barbarian and Rick Rude that came in before Mr. Perfect got in there, and they were double teaming Hogan until Mr. Perfect got right. in there, if I remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure enough. It's good stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, about, a lot of, of historical moments. What about SummerSlam 1990? The Warrior got a shot. Or the old uh, Rick Rude got a shot at the Ultimate Warrior. He was heavyweight champion. It was right, right after he beat Hogan at WrestleMania six. He was heavyweight champion, and and Rude they were in a steel yeah. cage, and it, it was one of the best matches I ever saw. Oh, that was a good one. The steel cage they had was really good. Yeah. And uh, like I said, that was right after Hogan's epic encounter with the Warrior. Sure, which was uh, was. 
You know, that was really good. Like I said, Hogan, Warrior, Macho Man were the three that really pulled some great matches out of the Warrior. Yeah, you're right. You know, I think the three guys that got jobbed world titles when Hogan was champion um, were Ravishing Rick Rude, Paul, Mr. Wonderful Orndorff, and Kurt, Mr. Perfect Kenny. I think those are the three guys that should have been champions but weren't. If I'd have been the promoter, I'd have made them champions at one time. So. With all three, really surprised because all three could have been great world champions, hands down. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah, WrestleMania 5, Jesse, Jesse the Body Ventura mm-hmm. said, if um, Rick Rude, with the help of Bobby Heenan holding his foot down uh, on the apron in front of the ropes, um, so Rude could get the pin on the Warrior and be the Intercontinental Champion, and then uh, Jesse Hogan's taking on the Macho Man, and and he's hoping the Macho Man will defend his title and beat Hogan, and he says to uh, Gorilla Monsoon, if um, if uh, if uh, the Macho Man defends this title, he goes finally the kids can have two champions they're proud of. Ravishing Rick Rude, the Intercontinental Champion, and the Macho Man, WWF Heavyweight Champion. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and, and it's it's funny because uh, Rude and Hennig also uh, collected on the Lords of London insurance policy deal back then when they were they were hurt and injured and took off for a while, and they kind of followed similar paths, you know. You know, taking time off and making a, a, a slight return, if you will, to the business. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, even when Rude wasn't wrestling, he was still making history. <laughs> you know him best, Papa Strip. Was he like an entrepreneur, entrepreneur you know, a collector? you know, collect fine arts and stuff like that. Cause he looked that, like that type of person to me, just the way he oh. presented himself, you know, his character. Oh yeah, he was a pretty smart guy. Very smart guy. Yeah, him and Rick Steiner used to be hunting buddies. <laughs> I didn't know that. Well. Yeah. So he he used to um he used to uh go hunting was was so he, Steve Austin and him were in the Dangerous Alliance. They must have gone hunting a lot too. Uh, cuz hey, I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, I, I remember the the thing in 91 uh where um Sting started receiving those big gift boxes, uh, in a, you know, on the on the on the ramps, you know, mm-hmm. near the ring. And uh, the first one uh, was, I believe, it was Medusa came out, and then he had one where uh, Mick uh, Mick Foley, Cactus Jack came out, and one where uh, Abdullah the Butcher came out. That was really yeah. interesting. Oh yeah. Oh, good stuff, man. 
But uh, yeah, and he, I mean, he was a, he was uh, a pretty good United States champion too at the time. Oh yeah, I think he's one of the best ever myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even even feuded with Nikita Koloff at one point. Oh, did he really? That's right. Yeah. Nikita Koloff. Yeah, the Russian. Was he wasn't he the Russian Nightmare? Or was that Ivan Koloff? Yeah, that 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 that's him. Russian Nightmare. Yeah, yeah, Russian Nightmare. I lived, I lived it when they were in the ring, and uh, Nikita um, gave uh, Rude the sickle from behind in one of the matches. That was good too. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was actually cheering Nikita on. You know, I I don't know. You know, Papa Stroh. I, if I'd have met, like when I bought, met Bobby Heenan and he was a wheelchair, I told Bobby, you know, that I I can't call you uh, the weasel. I said I got to call you the brain. You know, Bobby. Mm-hmm. You know, Bobby really appreciated that. I think I would have done that with Ravishing Rick because, you know, a lot of people hated him, but I didn't. I thought he was really, I thought he was humorous. You know, when he used to insult people, you know, like they were fat and out of shape. That was funny stuff to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, and even before World Class, I mean, he had a, a, a good run in uh, Florida Championship Wrestling. And with the, uh, he was he, he was the Southern Heavyweight Champion at one point and before he uh, lost it to uh, Chief Wahab McDaniel. Wow. Wahoo McDaniel yeah. beat him. I didn't know. Was that univer- the Universal Wrestling Federation in Florida? Like the sister organization no, that was, uh, of the NWA? A championship Wrestling from Florida, CWF. Oh, okay. But they were affiliated okay. with the NWA. Yeah. And he was also a uh, Florida Tag Team Champion with uh, Jesse Barr. Jesse Barr. Wow, there's a name from the past. <laughs> Jesse yeah. Barr. And he... And, uh, yeah, he first won the Southern Heavyweight Championship from Pez Watley, and uh, then he lost it to uh, Brian Blair. And then he, then he captured it again. Yeah. Oh, the Killer Bees, B. Brian Blair. Wow. That, that's him, yep. Um, I, like, remember when he was, um, when they were at Halloween Havoc, and he was, um, the costume he wore, Halloween Havoc '91. <laughs> yeah. Had like uh, he had a mask on, and he was a phantom. And then he took his mask phantom, off. Yeah. It was Rick Rude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. A phantom. <laughs> uh, tremendous. And not only that, was when they they formed the, you know, the Dangerous Alliance. We were talking about earlier. What what a group. That yeah. Was. I- Man, I, I love I love that group. Holy cow, they were great. Yeah, and, and Medusa, I met Medusa at Starcast, and I was talking. I was right next to Stan Lariat Hansen, and I was talking to Medusa. Nice. And while she was taking pictures, I said, you know, I found that Medusa loves the Minnesota Vikings because uh, I had Raider stuff, and and she said I'm a Vikings fan. So, and, but I said, you know, some of the people you work with Medusa or Randy Savage, but one guy you were in the Dangerous Alliance and you had that feud with Missy Hyatt, but you were also Rick yeah. Rude's valet. I mean every match Rick Rude was involved in in the Dangerous Alliance, Medusa was always by his side. 
every match. She was like, yeah. Well, that 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 group is great, man. It's, and uh, speaking of, uh, uh, we have Steve. He's returned. Steve, yeah, welcome back. We're back. We're back. How you doing, man? Uh, yeah, just listening in. Glad I can call in. Uh, sorry, I called late. Work nights, but uh, oh, it's quite a late. Yeah, glad to have you. Better late than never. The uh, I'm sure you discussed <sighs> that, it earlier, but the, uh, <laughs> the Jake Roberts dude is a uh, memory that comes <laughs> yeah. to mind. Oh yeah, yeah. We we're just talking about that earlier. Uh, it, it, Rick Ridd was so good at doing getting his heat, even make Malcolm mad. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the wrist the wrist grab and the the tight the tight designs like it's it so good <laughs> that Velvet Velveteen Dream even you know used that to get yeah to get himself over with the tight. Tremendous. We were just talking about his uh, when he was with the Dangerous Alliance a minute ago. What a great group that was! Oh yeah, the War Games match was great. There you go. Um, mm, yeah, the War Games. It's amazing how many people Heyman has managed over time, especially a group like that. Right. Um, and uh, we also touched up on some of his yeah. uh, matches in Japan. Yeah. Like, 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 like Chono? Yeah, I think it's a to watch him. Uh, I'm sure that must have been great. Chono and Rude. And then um, there was a WCW New Japan show, uh, Wrestling Done Talking 94. And uh, Rude was on that. And he... Uh, Defeated Sting, uh, who was the champion of the World Heavyweight Championship. That was pretty cool. Like, 22 minutes. Um, Boy, the matches him and Sting had were classics. Yeah, that was like a good card, too, that that uh, Don Tokyo 94. Because uh, Antonio Noki and Green Muda was on that as well. Nice. I'm going to go back right. and watch that. Mm hmm. You know when I like Papa Stroh the most? SummerSlam 89, uh, him against the Ultimate Warrior, and Roddy Piper lifted his kilt. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> and costed him the title. And we, Steve, we also talked about the, the team he, when he was teaming uh, years ago with Raging Bull Manny Fernandez yeah. uh, when they were World Tag Team Champions. What a, what a great team they were. Yeah, I'm sure the uh, that's been entertaining. Uh, I wonder what the the day. I wonder what the, you know, the party the after show shenanigans has been like with those two guys. Oh gosh, can, can you imagine them in the Rock and Roll Express? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Like rock stars. Right. You remember yeah, they, uh, would love that. I won't go here, but I did uh, see the uh, Jake Roberts uh, spoken word show. He had a funny, uh, excellent story about his career that I'm sure you know about. Oh, I think I do, because 
I did a Q and A yeah. with Jake uh, a couple years ago, <laughs> and it, it's on it's it, it's on YouTube. You can check it out. Oh, okay. But he tells that story about Rick Rude, and oh my God, I'm sitting next to it, and, and I'm 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 like about to roll over, just cracking up. Man, my God, <laughs> it was hysterical. So funny. Yeah, it's amazing what Jake could get away with. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> Look on people's faces when you tell that story. I'm down. And. Um, yeah, it's uh, you. You were talking about earlier. Sing, uh, Rude's work in WWE is so great. Um, feeling it's overlooked. Yeah, he had great feuds with Ricky Steamboat, Dustin Rhodes. I mean, some of the best of that time. Right. And uh, you know, I I was telling Malcolm and Mr. Hollywood earlier. You know, if if Flair wasn't in WCW at the time, Rick Rude, hands down, would have been world champion. Yeah. I, I feel. Right. Yeah, he was great. Steve, he was shit, too. Steve, you should have gone to a live event back when I, you know, when he was wrestling. You know, I got to see him live. Because when he came out there, I mean, he just he just made everybody, everybody just totally focused like EF Hutton. They were focused on him because they were waiting for him to say to insult, you know, fat out of shape. I mean, everybody was laughing in the whole <laughs> arena. <Yeah. laughs> uh, I, I miss him. I, I wish he was still here doing his thing. Can you imagine him? Doing his thing right yeah. now in, in the companies. Oh my God! You know, <laughs> I'm sure you're watching. What's up? Sorry. Oh, Sorry. Uh, you were mentioning uh, Rick Rude uh, being on WWE on Monday Raw on the same night. I think the only guy that can uh, really be compared to that right now is Rocky Romero because Rocky Romero was on the uh, AEW and Ring of Honor. Programs yeah. That's right. That's right. Yep, sure enough. That's that's he's yeah, he's still he he's he's the one nowadays. Um but I mean I could I definitely felt like uh Little Team Dream was influenced by Rick Rude, uh with the hip swinging and the tights, but um it was cool oh, yeah, to totally. see it was cool to see a, a double program, uh, a double dip on two wrestling shows in the same night like Rick Reed did with uh, Rick and Mary did recently. Oh, oh tremendous. Tremendous. Oh, Papa Stro, remember, remember SummerSlam 88? And he was taking on the junkyard dog and he pulled his tights down and showed Robert's picture. <laughs> Jake came in there and closed line over the ropes, and he hit his hip. <laughs> That's great. I remember one time it was Sting and Rude. I don't know if it was the, the Japan show or I forget which show it was, but Rude took this backdrop and it, it just oh just cringed. Oh my god! I don't know what happened if he over rotated or what, but man, what a landing! Ooh. 
I mean, I oof, I, I felt that one just watching. <laughs> you know what I mean? He had a good feud with Sting. It was, you know, yeah, he, he was took, great. Yeah. He took Sting's uh, United States title from him. Then he challenged him after Super Bowl two in Milwaukee. He was in the back room with with the rest of Dangerous Lives. He challenged, you know, Sting. I think he threw like soda or, or punch or something in his face and Sting's face, and and that was a good feud for a while. Did Rick Rude and Vader ever hang out or work together? Well, in WCW? What was I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, did Rick Rude and Vader work together on TV? Yeah, they sure did. They sure did. Yeah. Yeah. um, There's a funny picture that I I see sometimes with uh, Vader and Rude, like, outside of the building, and Rude's, like, holding a gun, like, a handgun. And it's just like it's just a funny picture. So you got these two scary guys, and then you got Rude with the gun. It's like overkill with the gun. Well, those and d- during that time, Harley Race had this taser gun. I don't know if you remember, but Har- Harley Race had oh, a yeah. taser gun, and and, he, and he, he would like pull ribs and try to zap some of the boys with that taser gun. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember him chasing two cold Scorpio one time with a taser gun, right? Oh man! Oh, man. I and, that. Uh, and and and, and they're rushing by Rick Rude and I. We just like looked at each other. <laughs> and Harley, and Harley, you know, he's laughing, doing it right. It was all in good fun, but you know, Harley can't. You know, he weren't running that fast, but you know, he was like, hey, hey, hey <laughs> you know, <laughs> hysterical. <laughs> So I mentioned uh, Hunter Thompson, like Johnny Depp, saying that Hunter Thompson would just, you know, just whip out cattle pride, just yep. in a private setting. <laughs> I, I kind of ribbed Scott Hall when he started using that. I was like, I wonder where you got that from Harley. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good times, man. But, yeah, I mentioned earlier that him and Scott Norton were arm wrestling champions out, like, Minnesota. Oh, I didn't know that. At one point. Yeah. You know, yeah, two strong show. dudes, man. You know, his first good WWF match was, it was on USA Network. It was the very first Royal Rumble and he took on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat for the Intercontinental title. I think it was a two mm-hmm. out of three falls match that was really good. But I think Steamboat no, yeah. still, you know. So. Yeah, gosh. Him and Steamboat, man. What a feud. You know, guys, I, can you imagine Rick Rude and Hulk Hogan for the title back in the 80s? That would have been tremendous. Yeah, that would have been, yeah, been good. And, uh, yeah, you're right. We, we, brushed, we brushed up on, like, guys like Rude and Orndorff and Hennig. Uh, either, either one, those, those three would have been great world champions at the time for WWE. Oh, yeah. 
The thing about it, Papa Stroh's, nobody could beat Hogan. I mean, they had to use two referees at the main event um, February 1988 on NBC when he challenged Andre the Giant. They had to use Dave and Earl Hebner, you know, to get the title away from Hulk Hogan after four years. You know, they didn't know how to take it from him. You know, he was, he well, was too at good. The time, at, at the time, Hogan and Flair were the two power players. For both they WWE were. and NWA, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I used to get wrestling magazines, and and Hogan and Flair were two, both on the front cover of just about every magazine I read back then. And I, I really think they missed the boat too on WCW with uh, you know Flair and Rude. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Um, sure, the you do you ever get the chance to uh, check out Championship Wrestling in Florida? Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was apparently huge, huge yeah. fan. <laughs> yeah, apparently he, he was U.S. Uh, tag team champion uh, Jesse Barr. Jesse Barr. Jesse Barr. Oh yes, I was a huge Jesse Barr fan back then. Oh my god, great wrestler. And. Uh, Apparently he was. But him, uh, that's right. He was tag team champion. And uh, they uh, um, rude. Yeah. Mhm. Rude uh, even had the Southern Heavyweight Championship from Desmond. Yeah, we we talked about that. He um, held it twice, actually. I think. And the first time he lost it to uh, Cauliflower Alley Club's own B. Brian Blair. The killer bees. Yeah. And and the second time he held it, he lost to the chief Wahoo and Daniel. It's another guy I wish I could have met. As a matter of fact, uh, Wahoo and Billy Jack Haynes were the ones that beat Jesse Barr and Rick Root for the tag, Florida Tag Team titles, and they went on. Uh, I think they wrestle. Uh, I think only in Arn Anderson. At uh, Starcade, I think. I don't think the titles were on the line, but it was like champions versus, or just a uh, regular tag match at the time. I don't think the titles were on the line, but yeah, you know they have these matches today. No, they're all right, but man. God, Popster, I miss those '80s days. I mean. Uh, <laughs> There was humor. There was great matches. It was just a fun time for me. Yeah, it sure was. It sure was, was, man. And Rick Rude, man, is right in the mix. Right in the mix. If if I was going to pick one wrestler today to challenge Rick Rude that I think would make a good match, it would be The Miz and Rick Rude. I think that'd yeah. be a great match those two met. Yeah, that would be interesting. That really would be interesting. Miz and Rick Rude, yeah. Wow. A lot of similarities with those two. They are. I, you know, even better, what about Johnny... Uh, 
John Morrison and Rick Rude. That'd, That'd be, be good, too. Johnny Impact and Rick Rude. You got two charismatic guys with great bodies, great athletes. Another one, Papa Strell, and you'll probably want to do it, is John Cena. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm sure they can have a good match. Um, I loved it when you did that. But, Every but, time but, I but think about it, John, John Morrison and Rick Rude have a lot in common. They do. They really do. Yeah, they got somewhere body type for sure. Mm hmm. Sure. Now, if um, Ernest was alive, Ernest could manage John Cena, and they can be like, you know, have a family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest goes to the um, uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, Papa Joe, what about John Cena and Rick Rude in a super pose down like at Royal Rumble 89? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure the ladies will love that. <laughs> maybe some of the guys too. Who knows? You remember San Francisco? <laughs> uh, you mentioned earlier, Steve, Mr. Hollywood. Mr. Hollywood talking oh, about yeah. Rick Rude. He's like, man, I'm not that way or anything, but man, Rick Rude was a good-looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, did you hear that? <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> Tremendous. I wonder, um, I wonder what if, if uh, Rude ever worked with Tyler Breeze, because there's that beauty ego oh. there. Oh, that'd be great. Or have Fandango. <sighs> right. Oh, man. That'd be tremendous. You know, Rude would have been a great manager for those two. Yeah, he would have. Right. You're right. Yeah. Um, was Rude, was he a manager in both DX and NWO? At one time, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. He was like he's, both If you think about it, yeah, if you think about it, he's, he's made a lot of history. <laughs> right. Pretty amazing. Um and plus, his ECW stint. Oh, yeah. God, can you imagine Rick Rude in AEW? Yeah. I could totally see he him in the pit. He would fit in right now. All the guys he got in I there. Was I'll totally see him in the pinnacle, the group, the pinnacle. Oh, baby, Taylor made for Rick Reed, man. <laughs> Between him and MJF, oh, my God, it'd be classic. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, that would be good with him and MJF. But uh, you were right earlier about the arm wrestling. He, like, did a... He was in, like, a world championship in 83 in Vegas. It kind of sick place. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, man. He wrong strong dude, man. I wonder what you know. Yeah. Mhm. I wonder what could have been if he was in like a on some sort of shoot combat sport because uh, with his strength and I'm sure he's got I'm sure he had a reputation for not taking anything from anybody. Oh yeah. Well, there was a word, like, I forget, I think it's one Survivor Series that he was supposed to be in. But uh, supposedly he was indefinitely suspended by Jack Tony. But in, I think he had a few words with Vince. <laughs> I think that was the rumor. Real rumor, you know what I mean? So, who knows? <laughs> yeah, Papa Stroh, remember uh, Survivor Series 89? Uh, a Roddy's Rowdies against Rude's Brutes. That's great. Man, Mr. Perfect is oh, in yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, that, that's the Rude, great. Yeah. Rude and Piper, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the Bushwhacker, Jimmy Snucker, Roddy Piper. That was great. Man, I got a... You're talking about... Yeah. You're talking about his ECW work. Man, I wish I watched this earlier. He had a, he had a one-off return in a six-man tag where you partnered with Dreamer, Sandman, mm-hmm. to face Jerry Lawler, RVD, and Sabu, only to portray Dreamer and Sandman. Like, that must have been a really cool match. Like, all that talent. Oh, gosh. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, definitely a main event for that time. <laughs> right. And, and he yeah. also had a great feud with uh, Jerry Lawler before all of Oh, this. yeah, 94. And the Memphis, Memphis area. Before Florida and yeah. world class and everything. Oh. Wow, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go back and watch that. I'm sorry, Pop. Pop is true. I was thinking in '94 he had a feud with Piper in the WWF. That was pretty good too. In fact, he was managed by Jimmy Hart in uh, Memphis. Memphis. In a feud with Lawler, and they had a, a tag match actually. Um, with Lawler's partner was uh, King Kong Bundy, I believe. Whoa! I yeah. see that. Very cool. <laughs> I was uh, reading up on uh, Rude's uh, freelance work in 91. Uh, he joined All Japan in 91. Um, teamed with Johnny Ace beating uh, Billy Jack and Joel Deaton. Uh, nice. Even even had some singles matches with uh, Kira Tawe defeating him, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he teamed with Johnny Ace and uh, lost to uh, Dan Spivey and Stan Hansen, so two tough guys to wow. go against. And, no uh, doubt. He... Uh, yeah, he, he worked international world class and uh, had some conflicts with the Honky Tonk Man early on on, on their program. So, yeah, he had mm-hmm. some really cool freelance work in 91, working all Japan. And, nice. Uh, he even, nice. He even tried to join, uh, he even tried to join uh, Irv Abrams' UWF, but he was still under contract with WWE, so that must oh, have okay. got next. But that was pretty interesting stuff. Uh, kind of 
reading about, like, because it doesn't get uh, a lot of his a lot of his best work is in WWF, WWE, so it's pretty cool to hear about his brief freelance stuff in number one. Mm-hmm. Hey, Steve, all you know, that he, stuff you know, he, uh, Wait, 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 so hold up, hold up. Wait, wait a minute, Malcolm. I, I was okay. going to mention real quick, sorry about that, that he also made his TV debut with Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling against the legendary Joe LaDuke. Wow! Oh, yeah, yeah. What did uh, what did way to make your TV debut? <laughs> wow! Yeah, Joe LaDuke. I think I remember seeing Joe LaDuke promos uh, a while back, where um, LaDuke was probably feuding with Lawler, and he was like doing yeah. self harm like on the promo. Like I was kind of amazed by. The, Amazed by that. Like the only thing I, oh, the act, I thought the similar act, to that. The hatchet he had? <laughs> yeah. When he was cutting oh, himself, geez. like that only thing <laughs> close to that, that I saw was a piper in the bottle. You know, that was just crazy. It, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Joe Dick was a beast, man. <laughs> He's a beast. Right. He made you believe he was legit crazy. Mm hmm. Hey, Steve, all that 91 stuff, was that before the, he joined the Dangerous Alliance in WCW? Did all that happen before? Um, he, he uh, yeah, it must have been because he, he did join the Dangerous Alliance uh, in 91 to 93, I believe. Yeah, yeah. 91 through 93, but, or, you know. In that time period, but and I, I was reading his wiki page and and just going over uh, the freelance section over it. I remember he was on I the cover. Go and, I gotta go. I gotta on, go find that uh, the Kira Taue uh, Rick Rude match because that sounds pretty good. I'd love to see that. And the Kira Taue is one of the four heavenly kings of uh, all uh, all Japan. So, but uh, Malcolm, please continue. I remember Steve and Papastro. He was actually, and I bought a copy of it on the cover of the WWF magazine. Um, that was mm-hmm. really impressive. He had an article in there. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when he was international heavyweight champion there for the WCW, I mean, he was a great champ. The time after he defeated Flair for it. Apparently defeated yeah. Sting like like I was saying earlier, so I'm gonna have to go back and and find those mm-hmm. matches where where they or he fought for that international title because it sounds whatever happened to the international title like I never read into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I'm not. You might look it up. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't think it was long after he held it that they it re, they retired it or done away with it. Because there weren't much mention oh, of it af- afterwards. Papa Stro, is it like the uh, WWF Tag Team Women's Championship that the Jumping Bomb Angels ha- had, and then it just faded away, kind of like that. Pretty much, 
possibly because uh, it was like after that was when there was a lot of changes going on with the company when um, you know Hogan arrived and they so were going became, a different route. Uh, and, yeah. Sorry, it became unified with the with the world heavyweight ch- uh, title. I should have right. expected that, but uh, I think it was... That's right, they had the Flair. unification match. That's right. I think Flair was the last person to hold it. Um, right. Flair was the first person, too. But, uh, Rick Root had that title three times, so you could probably call that the Rick Root title as well as Rick Flair. Uh, Sting had it yeah. a couple yeah. times. Uh, Hiroshi Hase in Tokyo. Yeah, so, in a, On a house show, so... I think Hase was the one that defeated Root at one point. It was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Papa Stro, back in 94, Hogan came into WCW. Is that why Rick Root left when Hogan came in? Uh, I'm just, you know, you were around, so. Mm, I, I don't know. I, I think it was more or less Root. Um, you know, that was like we took some time money. off for a bit. Yeah, because he took the Lords of London insurance policy like Kurt Hennig did for a bit to collect on that. I do remember that. Sure, much. Did you, um, what, what, what time period was Lloyd's of London? Was that early 90s? Oh, wait, where, oh, was, took time off? Yeah, because it seemed like there was multiple people taking that, that insurance policy, and I've heard about it through uh, Eric Bischoff and him talking about that. But yeah, it's, yeah, uh, this was interesting. like like the latter part of nineties, like ninety seven. Oh, okay. And during that time, yeah, he did like, that brief appearance with uh, ECW. Oh, okay. Because um, yeah, I think that was. Some policy where you, you collected money but you couldn't work, and right. uh, I'm sure wrestlers want wanted to work eventually, so they'd probably get out of it. It's uh, interesting because you don't hear about these. Uh, you don't hear much about and health he, insurance and wrestling. Right, and then after, not long after that, he went to WWF and uh, joined DX. Right. Um, do you think Do you think Rick Rude could have went in twice for his um, DX appearance, or because I'm not sure how how long he was in DX or NWO, to be honest. Oh, I'm sure. Yes, yeah. just as anybody else, because I mean he was just as much part of history. You know what I mean with both groups. I believe wasn't Ted DiBiase uh, manager in NWL before Eric Bischoff he sure was. Uh, became yeah billionaire <laughs> Ted he sure was he sure was it's, um, pretty interesting how these how those two kind of became managers in these big groups it it really is you know they used to say billionaire Ted. I thought it was Ted Turner at first. When they said billionaire Ted, I thought it was Ted Turner. Then it was Ted DiBiase on the first slime. 
What were you going to say? Stay well, with someone. They had skits on uh, Ted Turner and WWE, like, doing parodies, but... Um, yeah. I was going to... I was gonna ask, did you did you check out any of Ted DiBiase's recent work on NXT with the Cameron Grimes uh, story? Oh, I've been loving it. It's like one of the best things on NXT right now. Yeah, like uh, it's it's funny how Grimes kind of uh, gets spoiled by uh, Ted DiBiase, and uh, I guess he's gonna be chasing for that million dollar title from. Uh, Eli Drake, LA Knight. And it, Eli Drake, LA Knight, man. I mean, him, just him being Milo Dyer's champion, man, that, that's tremendous. <laughs> it really is. Right. That's awesome. Pretty awesome. I, I'd say, I'd say that and the, the new management with Regal and Samoa Joe, man, I, th- those two deals, I've been loving it, man. Oh, yeah. I was kind of worried that they were going to replace Regal, but I really like what they did with Big Game and Enforcer. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It, it works, you know what I mean? It still works. I uh, and whole, wonder... And the whole time you're thinking, why why couldn't they have done that with Samoa Joe and Raw? <laughs> really? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, yeah, I, I, I've been... I haven't been catching up a lot on Raw, so I think they could, they need, they definitely need to shake it up on there. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I really like, I really like that Joe is back, and I really liked his uh, confrontation with the uh, Carrying Cross because that's a match I'd love to see. Two killers. Oh going yeah. Out. God, can you imagine? That'd be tremendous. That would be great. Um, man, another dream match for Rick Rude. I'd love this scene is uh, Chris Jericho. Oh, Chris Jericho. Can you imagine? Because Jericho could be very entertaining as well. So I would love to see those two in a promo segment. Oh, that would be one hot feud right there. Rude and Jericho, man. All right. Pop is true. When uh, Rick Rude was in the NWL, he never wrestled, did he? He was just like no. uh, like manager or something like that. He, so he wasn't able to wrestle back then because Jericho was around back then. You know, um, the Lionheart character he had. You know, they could have put that match together, him against, you know, Rude against Jericho, but I, I just got the feeling he couldn't wrestle because, you know, I never saw him wrestle at that time. So. Yeah, he was still collecting that money. <laughs> but he wasn't sure injured he where he couldn't uh, wrestle, right? Yeah, no, go ahead. You're, you're talking about his world-class work. Um Man, I really want to go back and see if I can find uh, Rude versus uh, Kevin Von Erich. Apparently, you can oh, yeah. Kevin Von Erich and Chris Adams. Oh, I'd like to see that. In the 85. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. he was uh, he was also managed by uh, Percy Pringle, the Paul uh, Yeah, Bear. I just mention that. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, he it was a good heel there for the world class. Did you um? Was it was it Rick Rude that had the uh, blindfold match with Jake? I think no, that was either Rick him or Rick Martel. Rick Martel. Rick Martel. Rick Martel. Martel sense, WrestleMania yeah. seven. Oh yeah. No, but Steve, I think he did have a, a blindfold match with somebody back then, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't. Um, well, I, I know he had a bunch of. I know he had a bunch of matches with Rick Rude. Yeah, I mean, their feud lasted oh, yeah. a good bit. Someone's got a phone call. You and I heard a beat. <laughs> Go ahead. You and I had a match against the uh, Jinker Dog at SummerSlam. Yeah. yeah. He pulled his tights down. <laughs> Cheryl, Rob- Cheryl Roberts is <laughs> <laughs> I think one of one of the one of the blindfold matches I had while years ago was with Miss Texas, Jacqueline, actually. That was oh, that yeah. was pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, uh she interfered in a match I had with Jerry Lawler on T V and we started having like a little mini feud. And uh, we end up having it going in a blindfold match, and uh, yeah, I'll never forget that. That was pretty uh, pretty comical. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she, oh, she was str- she's strong as a hoss, though, man. She's compact. She's like dynamite kid, like strong man. You know what I mean? Just compact and yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to mess with her. I'm sure she could nope. take care of anybody. I be- I believe it. I w- I'm just. Glad we were friends. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, but yeah, she's great, man. She was really cool. But yeah, as far as blindfold matches, I, it, that popped in my head. We had a blindfold match years ago down down the middle. Oh wow, that was really cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's good times. <laughs> good stuff. Well, um, it's uh, it's that time to plug stuff away again. So anything you guys like to plug, the floor is yours. Help yourself. Um, Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, just uh, you can uh, follow me at Silver Steven on social media. Um, definitely glad I called in talking with Rick Rude. Uh, Definitely have some uh, more matches to watch after because, man, Rue had such a underrated career, I think, and uh, really got to go back and watch that old Japan stuff. So glad I called in and read more into his career and uh, look forward to Retro next week. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, the, if you get a chance, check out Rude and Chono, man. If you can find the the match, it's it's really good. Oh yeah, that definitely sounds like a good match there. Yeah, Papastro, this was a really fun show. I mean, I I know I got wound up last week about Piper and the week before about about Hogan, no. but that's <laughs> all right. Glad you did. But it was good to hear some excitement. It was fun talking. <laughs> It was fun talking about Rick Rude because go in in the old days, going to the Arco Arena or watching him at the Oakland Coliseum Arena, you know, or even watching him live when he was in WCW in ninety one, the Great American Bash tour at the Oakland Coliseum mm-hmm. Arena. Rick Rude, you know, he was you know, fans would yell at him and I don't know, I would see him smile during the matches. I actually I don't know if this is true, but I think he really enjoyed. He, he would irritate the fans and act like he was a real mean person. But I think deep down inside, he really loved the fans. I I don't know if that's true. Oh, but he did. It just looked like he did, you know. Cause he, he sure they did, would man. say some really derogatory stuff, and Rick Rude would just. There was one match. It was out at the Arco Arena. Somebody yelled something <laughs> out. Rick Rude just started laughing during the middle of the match. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, he was doing his job well, man. <laughs> doing his job really well. I but, used to uh, love the rude awakening. Both rude awakenings. Oh, yeah. When he'd give the opponent the rude awakening, and then he'd get some beautiful girl in the ring. Mike loved that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> oh, goodness. But thank you guys. You guys make the show as always. It's been fun talking about Rick Root's career. Uh, be sure to catch the archives of tonight's show, uh, WCW Retro, today's date, 6 um, And uh, be good to yourselves and each other. And next Thursday on WCW Retro, the big topic discussion will be the one and only Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. So please bring Savage. <laughs> Moments and memories to share with us next Thursday night at nine. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be fun, fun times next week <laughs> for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys. Have a great rest of the week weekend, and we will see you next Thursday for Macho Man Night here in WCW Retro. With that, we will uh, let's see what we can close out with here. Oh uh, gosh, what happened? Oh yeah. Um, this is a treat for you. Uh, Jake, the Jake Roberts AEW thing. Yeah. All right. So see, see you guys next Thursday.